and welcome back to the Coaching Couch Podcast. This is a special episode. If you guys aren't familiar, this is our year anniversary of the Coaching Couch. Um, a year ago, we decided that we wanted to do a podcast. Um, you know, Manny put the wheels in motion and we kind of got the ball rolling. So I'm just going to kind of go through my regular spiel. I'm here with uh, owner and operator, Coach Manny. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. And, you sound like you're from Florida. And consigliere, Cameron Hudson. Hello. So uh, Manny looks quite tan right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. We uh, took uh, an extra two weeks off because I was uh, basking in freedom. So uh, yeah, man, he uh, feeling yeah. feeling pretty good, feeling pretty refreshed. Left, hit the reset button. Now he's back to get after it. So I'm going to jump right into it, man. Um, let's talk about the Joe Rogan podcast with Matt Fraser. Love. What are your thoughts? What are your comments? Joe what are your Rogan, concerns? Never heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> kind of a big deal. Yeah, I, uh, Manny and I are. I think all three of us actually are big Joe Rogan fans. Absolutely. So when it came out that Matt Fraser was going to be on it, I think it was like. Checked one box, checked another. Was like, yeah. fuck yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be awesome. So, I was very entertained. Yeah, I have a newfound respect for Matt. I kind of didn't have a bearing as to who he was as like a like like a man, mm -hmm. and he's a complete bro. And I and I have to, you know, take my hat off to him for that because he kind of got into this sport because you know he kind of goes into how he got into the sports. He basically got into the sport to kind of make some extra cash and get in shape, you know. So, you know. A lot of people who, if you don't know, he had an extensive weightlifting background. He's on it with the junior national team, correct? And junior um, world team, I junior think. world team, yeah. So, um, you know, he was at the Olympic uh, Training Center, had a you know a significant back injury, and you know basically was told that he wasn't going to be able to like lift like that again. So he got out of shape and was trying to figure out a way to get into shape and found CrossFit. And it's kind of like the uh, rest is history. Kind of like Ronnie Coleman, he was just doing yeah. Olympia stuff because the guy at the gym was like, "Now nah, you should do it." He's like. All right, All right, whatever. <laughs> Look how that panned out. Yeah, dude. It's like it must uh, be nice to just be fucking that damn awesome. good. Yeah, it's like this man got into a sport and pretty much became a legend. You know, he's the only guy to win it five times in a row, and he kind of did it just for some extra cash. And only he'll he'll be the only one that ever wins it five times in a row. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's don't ever going to. I think at this point, there's just too many people. I mean, it's hard to say, but like you look at like the NFL type stuff, like. What Tom Brady's done, no one will ever do. Yeah. Because it's just the scale, it's it's so impossible. So yeah. wait, he's won it five times and he's podium seven. Yeah. yeah. Second, second, then five first place finishes. And what's really interesting about why uh, I don't think anyone's going to be as good as Matt is that uh, I think he's pretty much pushed the limits of human capabilities. Yeah. You know, I, I think that he is pretty much at the top of the mountain and there's not, it'll take a long time and for our genetics and our DNA to really evolve to something that is just that much better. Yeah. Well, do you think that it also, and he touched on this in the episode, do you think that it had something to do with like what he did prior to getting into the CrossFit? Yeah. So the big thing was, yes, the weightlifting yeah, was the obvious one because he had like super strength. His parents were Olympians. But yeah. he also, he, Gene pool. he was like, I knew how to move my body because of weightlifting and doing so much technique that when... They taught me how to do a muscle up. I wasn't like a fish out of water. Yeah. I actually knew how to move. And I'm just saying when we have beginners come in, how hard is it for somebody to pick up a beat swing? Yeah. They yeah. want to they want to flail their legs, they want to kick around, and they don't really get it. Mostly because we're teaching somebody who's, you know, 30 to 40 years old 
with no athletic background or, you know, not a ton. Yeah. And then you're asking them to do something really athletic. Yeah. I mean, he kind of goes into it as well. He was saying like, uh, because of all the repetitions that his, uh, his initial coach put him through, um, kind of helped him on the tail end. So he was saying that he would go in and this guy would just drill him with a broomstick, drill him with a broomstick. Right. And then eventually when he got the technique, right, then he could load up the bar. And he says that, you know, during workouts, if there's 30 repetitions of whatever movement, movement one looks exactly like movement 30. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that people neglect. That is something that people do not pay attention to because everybody is so consumed with, hey, I want to throw all this weight on the bar. But are you moving that 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 barbell efficiently and effectively? And I think that is the difference between uh, being good and being great. And a lot of the things that he mentioned during the interview is like the small intangibles that people don't see. Like, you know, he bought like a, uh, a, a certain type of mattress, like it had like a cooling pad or something like that on yeah. it. Um, you know, he basically cross-referenced with other people as far as like recovery. So, you know, it, in regards to training in certain, you know, fields or modalities, he would kind of outsource and look for somebody who was like a triathlete or, or somebody who had experience in whatever it is that he was trying to, I guess, tackle. And they were giving him insight. You know, he got, uh, he said that year that he lost, right? Um, I think the first time where he was like, uh, he ate like shit. He didn't really do the things that he was supposed to do. And that was the most significant um, year for him because that changed, right? So that that changed him as an athlete because he knew that, you know what, I got exactly what I, you know, the effort that I put in, I got exactly what I what I deserved. And I think that's the difference between, this is what we were talking about with like LeBron and Tom Brady and these mm-hmm. guys. There's always like a pivotal point in these greats career where they have to t- kind of look in the mirror you know, for MJ it was the 1989 um, finals, where like the uh, Eastern Conference finals, where the Pistons just beat his ass. I was ass. gonna say, was that with Detroit? Yeah, Detroit kicked his ass, and he was like, you know what? I, I they got weren't ready g- for the physicality. Yeah, so he went in the gym and he he got after it. There's always a pivotal moment in any goat's career where they gotta like, hey, looking you know, look in the mirror and say, listen, if you want to be great, you got to do these things. And I think Matt had a little bit of a, a stigma for being an asshole. Because, you know, he wasn't the most friendly guy. And I think he kind of got coached up by his manager as well. As he got bigger in the sport, hey, you got to, you know, you got to do these these press things. You got to be a little bit more vocal. Well, I, don't, I don't think he's quite an asshole. I think he's really self-centered. Oh, yeah. do tell. Yeah, so. Let's dive in there. Yeah, so something that Hater. I found. <laughs> well, I want to start with, I actually really like Matt Fraser. And I think that when you reach the pinnacle of any sport, there is definitely a level of. Uh, self-centeredness that you kind of have to have. You have to think that you're the shit. But yeah. I, I think where he lacks is a little bit of like, I don't know if humility is the right word, but I found it really interesting that, um, uh, so you had talked about how he outsources a, a lot of his uh, training stuff, training right? Training and right? recovery, yeah. His training and a recovery. Mm-hmm. But something that I found really interesting was that he doesn't actually give credit to the person to the person or people that helped him get there, which True. is from a social aspect is like, it's strange. It's really weird. Yeah. So if you listen to, if you were to listen to like Michael Jordan or really any athlete talk about how they got to where they were, mm-hmm. they use names. They, they use like really specific instances. He doesn't mention anyone's name unless Joe asks, who is this person? Yeah. So um, when he wanted to learn how to deadlift better, he said, I sought out this guy who was really Ooh. good at deadlifting. 
that's that's fucking weird. Yeah. Like you would say, I sought out, you know, the name of this strong man and he helped me. Also notice he never mentioned who his coaches were. He never mentioned yeah. he 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 had alluded that for his running, right? Uh, Joe said, How did you get better at running? You are a brick shit house. You're not built for running. How did yeah. you get better? He's like, I sought out a guy who is a running coach. That's Chris fucking Hinshaw. Yeah. And and never mentions his name. I That's think he was weird. What I did notice during the interview, he was very guarded with certain things. Cause he kind of like later on in the workout and later on in the, uh, in the interview, he's like, you know, when he starts to talk about the hybrid situation and you know, he was saying something about like social media and a lot of guys, if they were PRing, they were posting and he like, mm -hmm. he wasn't like that. And I started this, to see this. He was one of those guys that like to, he likes to work out in the shadows. I feel like he doesn't like he the like, spotlight. I know he likes to hold his cards really close. Yes. And that's like a big thing because I feel like he was doing things that others weren't and he didn't want to give away those secrets. those secrets. So he wasn't really willing to divulge all of that stuff. So I think that might be part of the reason. Like we know who he was working with, but to the average person who doesn't know much about Matt Fraser. But, it, why, but why would even right now, why wouldn't he? It's weird. He never mentions his training partner, Tia, which everyone knows he trades with oh, Tia. Yeah, true. There's true. there's so many things that he just purposely leaves out. And if you listen to the podcast in its entirety, it's all about him. It's all about how he got there, not about yeah. who helped him get there. It's not about the which village. Which from a social aspect is, you know, is like, is really weird. But it again, it goes about, he's very self-centered. Doesn't make him a bad person and I like him. But, you know, he's extremely self-centered to the point where like, I think he likes to, I think he likes the feeling of like, I did this all on my own. So he doesn't acknowledge like the people that help him. Like if I were to say, Jay, how did you live a good life? You're a successful person. How did you get there? You would speak probably about your father, yeah, his background. Yeah. You would speak about all the people around you because that's a natural thing to do. You wouldn't be like, I'm not telling you how I became. Yeah. Like, it's, well, he doesn't come out and say, I'm not going to tell you. He just omits it. Yeah, but so do you think that that's just like a a lack of uh, I, I communication? You know, like in the sense that like he just doesn't know how to communicate well. It's not that he's trying to be it, malicious and omit it, people on purpose to keep it close no, no, no. to his chest. He's just like because he's, he's just kind of weird because he's self centered. That's my whole point. I think he's weird. He's, he lived in his fucking basement or his parents' basement, so, man. I think that he's so self centered. He I think doesn't he's that know nerdy how. kid that doesn't know how to talk. And when you start asking questions. They just give you very literal answers. It's just like, yeah. there's no calculation behind it. It's just like, also they too, don't know any better. With Joe Rogan, is Joe Rogan allow, uh, he allows the the the, the guests to kind of speak in their own light. Yeah, it's fantastic. If, yeah, if you if you listen to some other like podcasters or people who interview um, people on TV, um, they'll dig, and Joe Rogan doesn't do that. He just allows the speaker to speak. Yeah, which I think which makes him as great as he is and that's why he has that's why he has the guests that he has you yeah. know he'll have like mike tyson and then elon musk like i'm like all right <laughs> all hail elon yeah it's you oh, know you I go from one end of the elon. spectrum and then you go to the other it's the way that i think joe runs the interview i think is kept matt in a safe space and that's how he's comfortable talking so he didn't really need to dig mm -hmm. you know because even when they had the kanye interview like kanye would just go off on tangents and joe was just like okay keep going kanye and even Kanye at one point goes, "Someone going to reel this in because I'm like all over the place." And but that's how Joe Which is Rogan. Which a scary learns. thought when Kanye knows that he's going off the rails. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like when he knows we know he's we're off all the in rails, trouble. we already know. Yo, so. for, for, sorry to go off on a little tangent here, but 
did you guys watch the whole Kanye one? No, I couldn't. I caught it in so, pieces. I honestly, I couldn't. But I, I watched it in The best entire, part about know? it is Kanye's body language. So I, I, I would watch it just for his Yo, body language. Can you, it's can you talk about why you're so fixated on these like body language and like social things? What channel have you been watching on YouTube? Well, one, I've always loved body language. He always talks about body language. Have you ever talked? Like, oh, he'll make references to like wrestling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've yeah. always loved like just reading body language. Yeah, actually, probably because of sport is like reading yeah. my opponent and be like, you know, this guy's gonna break. And also, like with our work, like I've always felt like I'm very good at reading people and getting onto like really small cues. It's part of the reason why. I'll curse in front of like someone that I just meet because I like to see what kind of reaction I get out of it. Interesting. Them. Yeah, so I'll start with like, um, you know, like I'll look at someone, get a quick profile. And if there's someone like a little bit older, I might throw like a softer word like shit, you know? <laughs> just to see if they have any sort a of reaction shit. to it. You know, soft shit. Just a soft shit. Baby shit. Squishy. You know? and, and then, and, and then and I'll always. Oh, I knew that's you worse that than word. a curse word. That's worse. <laughs> so weird. It's just a word. Oh my but god. Yeah, man. I, I just best. I love body language and stuff. And then um, my sister in law got me into this YouTube channel called the Behavior Panel. So it's these four uh, body language experts. They're like you know former interrogators and stuff, and um, they they break down interviews and body language. So <laughs> now I'm Excuse like me. super just into it, and uh, yeah. Every, every time I like look at stuff now. What, what was the one that you got me to to watch? Was it Epstein? Um, I mean, there's so many. It could have been Epstein. There was I'm gonna Clinton, get into that. There was Biden. There was uh, I just I just yeah. watched the one with uh, Meghan Markle. Oh, oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah, that's a little bit of a Dude, shit show. I I don't know enough about it. All I know is that people were basically. Yeah, she was saying I, I she do. got she got bullied in the palace. I'm sure she you did. Know. I mean, I don't. I told people. From Jump Street, I was like, if you think this thing is going to go over smooth and well, it's really not. In, in what regard? In what regard? Okay, so she is. Because I know nothing about the royal family. Yeah, so she's an octoroon. Not that important. Okay. She's a what? She's an. Oh, there you go. She's an octoroon. It's okay. a term that they make for a person who has who's like one eighth black. Okay. Oh, okay. So you have to think about this. We're going to look at it in in two regards. Okay. okay. So she's from America, uh -huh. right? Not of royal blood, right? Right. If we're going old school, old school. Yeah, you fucked up there. Yeah, you didn't, okay. you didn't, you didn't messed up right there, yep. right? And then she has black in her. So now you're going to the old country. You're bringing a an, an American, Jeez. right? Who is part black? This ain't gonna run over smooth. And they, you know, she also makes references as how they were concerned about how dark the baby was gonna be yeah. and things of that nature. So you know that was gonna come because this I'm, sh is I'm shaking my head. I wish there was like. What did you expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm not I'm I'm not hating on her and I don't know enough, but like what did you think that the British royal family, family was gonna exactly. fucking think? I knew it was gonna come out sooner or later. Let's assume she's not she's just white. She's just Caucasian. Mm -hmm. But she's from America. America. She's already going to get lambasted yeah. by everyone in that palace. Yeah. They are not gonna like her. They don't like us coming over there. Yep. The we, land of treason, right here. I don't know right if you guys forgot, they, but that's how they view We us. were at war for our independence, and we so won, and we won yeah, exactly. What's up? But you know, that's that's the gist of what was going on over there. But just kind of to bring it to bring it back in. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that Matt was talking about some things that he took like personally, because yeah. if you watch the the Jordan special, have you watched it yet? No, I you, haven't. It, Dude, yeah, you, you got to watch it. You will have a new appreciation. 
for every athlete that you've ever admired watching a very just in-depth understand thing. that my okay. life isn't my life anymore <laughs> bro there's yeah. like moving pictures and it's colors so mia will sit there and watch it with you and said my life Daphne. isn't my life anymore but yeah it's life it's you know slipper little nyquil and be like oh, are you going you got, to bed you, already you, you give her some liquid it. babysitter <laughs> you have to watch it because it if you listen to mike and you listen to matt it's eerily eerily similar mm-hmm you know, he took a lot of things personal and people, I guess the first time when he broke, you know, he had the fracture in his back, you know, they were like, oh, this dude ain't going to do anything again. And he kind of took was that like, personally. took that personally. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, the Dave Castro statement and Dave got a little butt hurt that Matt went on air and was like, you know what? Screw that guy. You know, I'm, I, glad, I, I'm glad he did it. I, yeah. And I think he's the first guy to kind of like poke Dave in the chest because I feel like everybody in the CrossFit realm never goes that day he he thinks he's untouchable yes and he can certainly dish it out mm-hmm, but he can't take it but you got to be able to take it man yeah. if you're gonna dish and talk a lot of shit yeah when somebody says something like not really even that crazy because they're just commenting on something that you said said yeah and you yeah. got to be able to be a man about I mean, it I was super <clears throat> sensitive about it and i'm like dude you said it to him and you got to understand the type he's of so, he's so spiteful too yeah oh, he'll yeah. fucking hold a grudge yeah he's gonna hold on to it for a while yeah and well, for our listeners who don't know what um, what happened, uh, Matt Fraser went on Rogan and um, accused uh, Dave Castro of saying that uh, his performance was slipping and that there was an article. Or, well, Matt said that uh, he put an article about it and that, you know, really pissed off Matt. Then Castro went on his uh, social media and, and, say, and said that he didn't write an article on it and that facts are important. But um, where, where the truth is, is... Um, Castro did, in fact, say that Matt's performance was slipping, and he also said that the 2020 CrossFit Games workouts were not good for Matt. And mind you, um, Dave Castro is the one who programs, programs the workout. So now you're like, oh, did he do that on purpose? Yeah, sounds like a personal vendetta. Yeah, so um, Matt went on air, said that. Castro got uh, a little bit butthurt, and uh, I think our listeners could figure out, like, what what is he butthurt about? Like, you, you said it, he responded, like that is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm glad. I'm glad that he said it, just like you said before, because uh, he's the first guy to challenge Dave. Because I feel like no one goes after Dave. Dave is notorious for for uh, humiliating athletes, whether they deserve it or not. Do you remember? Uh, was it Ryan Fisher? Ryan Fisher in the one uh, the one hundreds workout? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, so I mean, and then they made a sacrificial I, lamb out of uh, Fisher. You got to think about this too, right? This sport is very like the the rule books. It's the fine print is, is so small that people don't pay attention. They can out you if they feel like outing you. Mm-hmm. You can pop and they don't have to say it. It says it in it says it in the in the in the Bible. Yeah, I actually want to read it in the new I haven't read the, the new full one. Yeah, I haven't read one. the new one, but the, which I'm sure their drug testing policy is really funny. And Matt actually talked about it. Talked that. about it, yeah. He talked about how they pretty much give you a heads up. Yeah. Which is like really strange. Well, in the in the um in the Froning one, they notified him like twenty four hours before. Um, I forgot what uh, what special it was, but basically this is when he was down in um, Tennessee Tech training at the time, and they basically notified him that they were coming a day before. Now I'm not saying anything about froning, but if, I am. <laughs> if you notify somebody 24 hours prior to a drug test, is ways that that's you not can, random anymore. That's not random anymore. Exactly. I know you're coming, and I can. It's not a pop quiz if you know about the quiz. Exactly. So <laughs> I have time to study. If there is something in my system and you understand the half-life of what is in your system, you can definitely eliminate that. Yeah, that's why people so, take Terenaball. 
niacin, bro. Yeah. Just flush your system. But he, make your the, skin real itchy. The thing that made <laughs> him do little, that? the little con, a little concerned uh, was um, Matt comes from like the weightlifting world, right? Mm-hmm. And the weightlifting world is notorious for PEDs, and it almost sounded like he had no knowledge of like performance <laughs> enhancement drugs. And I'm just like, bruh, the world that you come from is riddled with guys. So. Yeah, so I, I, I thought he was, the way he responded to it was really interesting. So in the very beginning of it, he kind Tito. of he kind of acts like he doesn't uh, know anything about PEDs. He acts yeah. like very naive about it, which- Which is foolish. Because <sighs> the world that you come from, it makes everyone in yeah. that sport has dabbled then, or something, or you know a little bit about it. Yeah, he would only talk, he would talk about it like a kid who didn't know anything, yes. right? Like, I'm just here, but people use it. That's what I hear. And then later on in a podcast, he would then talk about it as if he knew it. Yes. And he always referred to how he went and looked it up. It's mm-hmm. like, hmm, that's really interesting. Yeah. He, he was also like that for a lot of other topics in the in the podcast, he acted like he didn't really know and then would talk about it like he knew. Yeah. He did that, which I'm sure we'll, we'll uh, touch on later. He talked about that with like CrossFit and affiliation. He acted like he didn't know anything about CrossFit. So motherfucker, you know a lot about it. Yeah. So it's really funny how, actually, that's a sign of deception. <laughs> when they when they really start to separate themselves from something, mm-hmm. when they actually know it. So that was a little bit, Hey, he could be telling the truth, but there's something that tells me that. I also didn't like bit. how he poked the bear a little bit. Like he would kind of ostracize people who did dabble in it as if it was like foolish for them to do it in this sport. Yeah. Yeah. He almost, tried, like he almost tried painting a picture as if like, um, well, I mean, yeah, well, the way he did it was he referred to it as like a, a money thing. Like, hey, you don't make enough money for you to be doing it. Yeah, but then you, you can, someone can play devil's advocate and say, hell, well, Whoa. look at you. You are worth $2.5 million, mm-hmm. right? And then you have all you have a plethora of sponsors. That's all he's worth? 2.5 from CrossFit, though, bro. And if he, and the way he lives, oh, that 2.5 is definitely more than that. On the books, it's 2.5, but, you know, he's a minimalist. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have cable. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't have, like. <laughs> no need for it. Yeah, he was driving around like a shitbox before. I'm pretty sure he bought a new car, but. He's just one of those guys that doesn't need much to to be like happy and and live life. So he was, and on top of that, like you say, he was living in his mom's basement. So who knows how much money he accrued when he was living in the basement, you know? And then he also talks about like how he was eating like a beef stick with like chocolate milk, pepperoni stick. Yeah, pepperoni <laughs> stick. Yeah. So Yo, I've been there. I was going to say shit. that sounds just like as he was describing it. I was thinking about camera. I was like, yo, it sounds like camera. Yo, chocolate so, milk and beef sticks. So I I can actually relate a lot to Matt and kind of like I'm a simple guy. I don't need a lot of stuff. I never have a new car, always a used car. Yeah. Growing up, I'd leave swim practice and I'd go work. So on the way to my job, I'd literally stop at a gas station, get like a frozen burrito so I could microwave it and some chocolate milk, like two bucks. That's Fuck an, yeah. That's splatties for me if I ever did that. Go to Taco Bell, 79 cents I'm for a burrito. I'm bowl if that happens. Boom. We're good. Can't do I it. would never go spend $10 on a meal. Yeah. I that mean, was unheard of. I think that's what the appeal of Matt Fraser is. He's like a bro, and that's what I got from the interview. That yeah, he he's a very is, regular guy. Yeah, he's like super regular. So back to what you said about deception and playing yeah, and close yeah. to the chest and, and whatever. Again, do you just think that like maybe he's he's just reserved because he's still figuring it out? So let's paint a picture. Joe Rogan is the most well-known podcast 
in the world. Yes. Right? You're Matt Fraser. In the CrossFit world, you're somebody. In the rest of the world, you're fucking nobody. Right? Yeah. Most people aren't really going to be. Yeah, he's not walking not down the street and getting mobbed. Exactly. And they're not going to know, like, oh, yeah, that's that Fraser guy. He does, like, CrossFit, like, whatever. Like, his notoriety is not there. So he probably doesn't want to look like an idiot. So he's probably feeling out the situation. And then as he gets more comfortable and he's kind of like, okay, like, I can talk about this a little bit. Like, I think it was less about being deceptive and just more about, like, he was excited, he was nervous, and he was just trying to do the right thing. You know, and not look like an asshole. Yeah, I think the the, the way I took the the interview was like, how would you be on Joe Rogan? He put his back to a wall. That's what he did. I mean, he was smart. Yeah, he answered in a very safe space. Yeah, he didn't get into the middle of the ring, quote unquote, and let it fly. He got into a safe space and was like, all right, I can answer everything from here. He was being PC. Yes, but and I'm fine with that. There was there wasn't anything thing. that was like a controversial thing you know like to him. you to you yeah because like you know that. about steroids we know about you know but he was like that for like most topics that I he didn't just, have to be yeah I just like think even he was when he was talking about safe. like crossfit he distanced himself from it as if like he is this outside he talked about crossfit i have the, a theory about the, this too the way I, he talked about crossfit as if he was like a marathon runner that came in took all their money and left and said, I don't even know what I got myself into. I just want a bunch of money. So I don't know. Granted, he doesn't know CrossFit shit. So I think it's all fair game that he play that card. Someone said that he did more for the sport of CrossFit than CrossFit did for him. And I don't know if I 100% wholeheartedly agree with that. Well, in what aspect? Well, like the notoriety that he brought to the sport, because a I lot of people say just from the sport. Perspective. Yeah, just from the sport perspective, because I feel like Froning, Froning was, was the a guy. bigger figure. Yeah, for sure. I think that M Matt Fraser's platform post CrossFit is going to be way bigger than um, Froning's is. And because Froning's still attached to the sport. I don't think Matt is going to align himself with a sport like that. That's just my personal opinion, because. When Dave Castro asks Froning to do stuff, Froning is there. I don't think you're going to well, get that. I think from, they also have a, like a personal friendship. They do. Yeah. They do. That, that they do. But I feel like Matt actually spoke about an incident where they, that national thing that they did, like the world mm -hmm. versus USA, yeah, and yeah. he got passed over the first time. Mm -hmm. He took that personally. Yeah. So now, if CrossFit reaches out to him to do X, Y, and Z, I think it's going to be on his terms when he wants to do it, not when they want to do it. I don't it. think Cross. Well, actually, no. Never mind. It's Eric Rosa running the show. Not, yeah. Not so Glassman or Castro. So well, I, and Eric Rosa has been vocal about wanting Matt to be in some capacity still involved. If he's smart, he should. He you. He's aligned with Nike, dude. And dude, I, it's like, a he's a cash cow right yeah, now. You get, his name is is valuable to have it attached to anything. Yeah. Matt Fraser is going to be that, here. Hundred thousand more yeah. people. He's super now relevant because the best comparison I can give is like, depending on your age bracket, right? And let's just, we'll just use like a generic sport like basketball, right? So I'm an MJ guy, but if you're a little younger than me, you're a Kobe guy. Well, if right? you're even younger, you're LeBron. you're LeBron. So to me, Froning is like the MJ, right? And we didn't, we haven't had many goats in this sport, right? Who have won multiple um, titles at the CrossFit game, we haven't had that. So the, your first GOAT is Froning, right? And then mm -hmm. the second one is Matt. And then a lot of people were kind of like, I think he's gonna come back. I don't think he's gonna come back. Nope. 
I think he left on his terms and he left at the peak, which is very hard for competitive guys like that to do. Um, Cause he's still relatively young. He's 31 years old. Yeah. Right. And there's way more left in the tank, but he also speaks about all the sacrifice and the things that he had to give up to be who he is. Right. Do you he think he would ever though? I just kind of thought about it on the fly. He takes things really personal. What if someone, Justin Medeiros wins it two times, starts running his mouth. Castro starts running his mouth. Many people start running their mouths. Like Fraser was smart for not uh, competing because he would get smoked by these new younger mm. athletes. Do you think like baiting him? Baiting him. I don't know, man. I just feel like from what I from what I got in the conversation from the conversation, he, he, like, he did seem very done with it. Yeah, he's just and, like, and I'm he does good. seem like well, a guy that also, closes the chapter. Yeah, and he also said that the year before. He tried to quit. He tried to quit, yeah. And his and like then, manager hit him up. Yeah, what's his yeah. manager's name again? Oh <sighs> God. But he's he's a he's a shark, that dude. Because he's the reason why he's in position the way he is now. Because Matt also seems very like hands offish. Like, listen, I'm gonna do what I do. Get me a team. Which I, gonna... which I think is his biggest attribute yes. is that he outsources stuff. Yeah, you mm -hmm. have I to. think it's fucking brilliant that he doesn't try to become an expert in something that he knows he's not going to be an expert in. And he doesn't waste time. He's yeah, like, well, I can better this. spend my time doing A, B, and C and let so-and-so tell me what to do. Because that shit taxes you. Yeah, and the same thing is like in a business setting. If you don't know how to keep books, hire an hire accountant. Somebody, yeah. If you don't know how to do marketing, hire somebody that doesn't know how to do marketing or consult with them and get some ideas, right? Like we've learned from, from business, how much have we try to learn and like dip our toe in until we realize we're like, oh, yep, just not my we need like we have a very fundamental understanding, but we need to go to somebody who does this expert. full time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We talk about investments all the time. Really? We don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> so what do we do? We read a lot. Diamond from, hands, motherfucker. From people who know what they're doing and and we do our best. But if we were really smart, we would just hire somebody and give them our money and <laughs> yeah. let them fucking do it. Absolutely. And Probably wouldn't be down as much as I am right now. Paper hands cam. No. But Danny, I, I hope you're not listening. We're up. Always up. Stocks always only go up. up. But I, I like the fact that he does that. I feel like a lot of people try to do too much and they have too much on their plate and they end up getting overwhelmed. Yep. And where he's supposed to be good at, he's going to be taken away from that because he's out, you know, he's basically putting out way too much energy to other things that he's not really good at. So if any person who is great has a great team around them, you look at LeBron. He's, he's not even great. He's in order to be the fucking best, he's he's not like a. That's why he didn't just win it once. So yeah, he won it five, five times because that dude does so much more than his competition. He doesn't just work out all day. He recovers all day. He doesn't go out. Literally, he does that for eleven months out of the year. Yeah, that is insane. And he has a whole team. His manager like pays his car and like does all of his stuff. That he doesn't have to think. Yeah. He literally, the only thing he has to do is just work out. Just work out, yeah. And focus on his recovery. That's it. I think it's nice brilliant. Meals. Yeah, totally. I mean, you you can't be great unless you do those things. Yeah, not even and great, though. The best. How, how best many people in- Of all time. The goat. How many, <laughs> how many CrossFit athletes have we seen who also own an affiliate? And they are like, you see somebody, and I'm going to pick on Christian Harris. Stud. But is he all the, you know, like, yeah. what is he leaving on the table? Because he runs Move Fast, Lift Heavy. He has an affiliate. You yeah. know, he's involved in all these different things. And he has things. a family. And, and he a has family. a family, yeah. right? So, like. You can only be so good. Yeah. He's he's still really good. But, like, fuck, man. Like, what if he didn't do all that stuff? Yeah. Is he a Fraser? You know, like, 
that's where you start going. Yeah, the what and, if, yeah. And the so many of these these athletes, both men and women. Chris, don't they, like ditch your family or your affiliate or anything. No, I, <laughs> no I just had a conversation with him, man. And I'm sorry if that came off weird. I was actually no, giving no, no, him a compliment. No, no, not at all. I just had a conversation with him, man. And then um, it, it opened my eyes to a lot of things, too. Like, the, I know we always talk about the uh, the CrossFit, like, lifespan, right, for an athlete. And Christian's a little older now, and he, he realizes that. And he goes, listen, I have two hours a day to get training in. That's what I want to give. That's the time I have to give. So team for me seems to be the best route. And he, I just found out that he facilitated bringing all these athletes in for the the new team that they have. Mm -hmm. And um, I found that pretty interesting because he, you know, he's like the point guard of the team. He's like, all right, if I get this guy, this guy and put them together, we can have a team that's pretty well-rounded because I've watched these guys work out and Mm -hmm. I was there their first team workout and it seemed extremely seamless they were, you know, they, they all had a great cadence with one another. The chemistry was there and he kind of picked this team. So he has the eye for it. Right. And he also realizes that he's coming towards the tail end of his career and he wants to focus on other things. Yeah. So he still wants to stay competitive, but he doesn't want to. He's he's the veteran in the locker room. Exactly. He doesn't have to be the all star at this point. Yeah. Who carries the team. Yeah. He's the guy coaching he's the guy. behind the scenes yes. and like being strategic Hit the nail right on the head with that. His his teammates are good. You know, I've been fucking aces. You know, I remember uh, like a few years ago, I think I asked his uh, coach, Jason, I was like, how come Will and Christian aren't on the same team? Like, why why are they not on your competitive team? They're both, I mean, they were both trying to go individual. So I was like, dude, fucking studs, man. They were crushed. And they complement each other so well. And even- Except for on height. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) How tall is Chris? Christian's about 6'1". Okay, and what's Will? 5'7"? 5'8"? If that- yeah, yeah. like a brick shit house. Oh yeah. yeah, no. I mean, they're both big dudes that can move ball. weight. Um, of muscle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're monsters, dude. We were doing a. There was an imam that they had. It was like, oh no, it was like every ninety out. seconds, and <laughs> they were doing. Um, it was like five muscle ups, and then you work to a heavy clean. Both these dudes finished at three fifty five. It was like a twenty minute imam, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And I'm sitting there. I, I think I worked with like three thirty five. I'm like, all right, I'm in. A, I'm in the same room, you know. Yeah. But just to watch these guys move. I was like, damn, they complement each other very well. And even the two females on that team, uh, Britt Mariella and Katie Christian. I mean, Katie Christian is a pretty good, like, gymnasty type of athlete, but then she can lift a heavy barbell. And Britt Mariella, she was a Milford athlete and she's a stud. So it's like they have a great team. It's well rounded. It's, 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 are they all Jason people or did, uh, no. No. I mean, I know Will's been working with Jason for a while. Will Christian's always Christian, been working with them. Katie, no. Britt, yes. Britt, yeah, because she was at Milford. But I don't know if she's still with Conquer like that on some, like... I thought... I, I don't know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure, but... I thought Britt no, was at Westport? She's at Westport, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, she she was, a, she was on the Milford team, uh, I think, a few times for regionals. But, um... Isn't it weird how we, like, <laughs> shit about these people? I'm like... Yeah, I mean... They're not even famous yet. It's it, but because, I know you. Yeah, it's it's, it's our fanboys. It's our it's our region, and so we we have to know the athletes that are in our region. But um, you think people talk about us like that? Like, yeah. Negative. No, <laughs> I don't. Nobody's not. talking about well, me. Speak for yourself, man. I, oh wait, 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 Jason, you're you definitely are. famous. No, yeah. I'm definitely not. Bro, you were on a virus commercial. I it, seen it. it. I seen it. Man. I seen it. Yeah, man. I, I mean, that's that's a big move for me. Uh, Congrats on that. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm running with virus. Hey, listen, uh, if you listen to the podcast and you wear virus, Jumpman 10 gets you, you know, a little discount code. Oh, you know, it's funny. I had thought about uh, reminding you about that before the podcast and it completely left my brain. Yeah, so it's a shameless plug. If you need some go. virus gear, Jumpman 10, 
Uh, you punch in that code, you get a nice little discount, and uh, you know, you help me out too. If but, you uh, shop at Lulu, Cameron Ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in all Lulu right now, man. It won't work. <laughs> Only the finest garments touch my skin. They'll be like, "We're charging you more now." We're charging you more because you run with Cam Hudson. <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm gonna bounce it over to the COVID restrictions. Uh, what is COVID? They've been doling out doses of the. Before vaccine. we get there, I just want to wrap up the thing with with why the affiliates are angry. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And why I, they I, shouldn't be angry, and why they shouldn't be angry. Well, so. some should. Mm. And I'll explain. I can see I why some it. would be angry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see why some could be angry, but at the end, you have to remember, it's like Matt is not an ambassador of CrossFit. He's not paid by CrossFit. He's not sponsored by CrossFit. He is literally, he is the epitome of just an athlete. That's it. He's always been just an athlete. What did he say? He's mm. so. I didn't think he even spoke that badly. He spoke I, truth. I agree. He spoke the, very highly of the first gym he went to, Champlain Valley CrossFit, which uh, the owner's Dan Jenny. He didn't mention his name, but it's nice to actually do that sometimes, Matt. Um, Plug. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, now he's going to come after you, man. We've been hating on him. I love Matt. We could drink espresso together. No, seriously. <laughs> I like, dude, I liked him way more. I just have to call a spade a spade, right? Did I use that right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we canceled that. <laughs> you can't say that anymore. Wait, really? No, oh, I, I don't know. Who knows, man? I don't fucking know. Cancel culture is still very live. That's what I just say about stuff now. <laughs> can't say that anymore. Daniel say something. I'm like, no, nah, canceled. She's <laughs> like, canceled. What? Your opinion is canceled. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah, but get, you get into it. Well, I can see why they would be upset. Because yeah. he kind of shit on some gyms. He's like, you could walk into a gym. But that's true. It, but it, it is. Rightfully But here's the problem. So. Here is the problem. Is now we we don't like to hear the truth. Mm. We like to hear nice words. I'm sensitive, Jay. Well, exactly. I th I think that he could have been a little bit more so articulate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good timing. That was good timing. Oh, oh that was good. Yeah, man. <laughs> well timed. Well timed. <sighs> but um, you know, the way that he spoke about CrossFit right from the get go was in a very distance way, as if he had nothing to do with it. That he's just the athlete. You yeah. know, he spoke very well about his initial gym. Um. And then, you know, he's like, you know, but you can go into any gym and, uh, you know, he's been, you know, he brought up some examples about how he went visiting some gyms and it's just like a shit show, which yeah. is completely, it's true. It's and true, I, yeah. and I don't think any affiliate should be upset about that. However, I think being a part of the community that he's a part of the CrossFit community, whether he likes to admit it or not, and he knows he is. So I, I do think that like, it would have been nice for him to like kind of had it a little bit instead of acting stupid because he acted really dumb. So with now Joe's. you want him to be PC. Hold on. With uh, <laughs> Joe's uh, follow-up questions, he then proceeded to act dumb, which is deceptive. Mm. It's not It's not being PC or not. That's just being deceptive. Him saying like, oh, I don't know. It's like, bro, you know that CrossFit's not a franchise. You know there's an affiliate fee. You're not. He acted so ignorant to it, like kind of joined in on making fun of it. Which again, yo, it's totally fair game, and, I, and I'm not upset. I don't give a shit about it because it's it's true. But it's like you know, you could have just like, you know, just been more honest. No, about, I'm yeah. all about for it. I'm all for what he said about the affiliates. Well, yeah, because I, mean, I fucking tell people that all the time. I'm like, yeah, there's good ones, and then there's, there's okay ones. ones, and there's shitty ones. Well, that's yeah. why we've even I thought been, about. I have been to a gym driving from New York to Texas, stopped in Tennessee. I won't name it. But mayhem. This gym. <laughs> no, just not kidding, mayhem. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> not mayhem. JK people. JK. Um, and this gym, the programming for the day was one rep max back squat, supersetted with one rep max penlay row. 
the fuck? Oh, Lord have... Wow. So, Why? a Wonder at Max Penley row? Yep. So, let me... That's hold on, hold on, dumbest thing I've ever heard. Almost like a Wonder so, Max... So, I've been driving for about 13 hours. Mm-hmm. I can't get into the bottom of a squat. Like, I shouldn't be squatting heavy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it. YOLO. YOLO. And then, <laughs> we, so we do this bullshit warm-up, and the coach is going over, like, points performance on squat and Penley row. <laughs> White. I kid you fucking not. On the Penley row, for those of you that don't know what a Penley row is, it's a bent over row, bar returns to the floor. Only thing that's really moving is your arms to keep it like really simple. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Yeah. This dude, we'll call him Cletus. He goes, <laughs> Come on, Cletus. So, what you're going to do is you're going to yank it as hard as you can, and then wow. you're going to slam it to the floor. And I was like, Shut up. I was like, My man, I hope this is like a joke, like you're trying to be like, you know, hyperbole, like it's just like an extreme example, look goofy. No. I proceed to watch this class yank and slam on Penley Rose to build up to a one rep max. Bro, vertebrae were coming out. Uh, it was atrocious. Spinal. Then I've been to a gym in Texas where there was like a heavy clean for the day. And I was at a 930 class where it was a lot of like stay at home moms. The guy went upstairs to his office to get on his computer so that he could stream YouTube videos of hook grip of people lifting. Meanwhile, the moms that are doing their one rep cleans, bro, I don't know how they're going to walk the next day. Yeah. Getting fucked up. And he's literally sitting in his office, poking his head out and being like, see, that's what you guys should be doing. I'm like, well, they're not. So you should get down here and like coach. get down here and coach. Oh, my gosh. Coach, and and coach is not cheerleading. And I hate going to those places. And I try not to tell people that I coach or do anything with CrossFit because a lot of times they try and like wow you and like oh look how fucking good i am as a coach i'm like bro i don't really fucking care i'm dropping care, into this gym you know like i'm, I'm not coming back to get a lift in yeah exactly like yeah. you just happen to be convenient on my route that i was going <laughs> but then when i don't say stuff and they don't try it and i get a real glimpse of like what they do on a regular basis i'm like it can be pretty horrific yeah and so this one gym was actually like five minutes from my parents house and my dad was like you know i want to do crossfit should i go there i said absolutely not yeah. i said i wouldn't <laughs> send my fucking worst enemy there and he was like, really? I was like, no. It's 100 bucks a month? No. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'll, I mean, no. You could do anything but that. Just a quick chime in from my point. Do you think they should have like a governing body that kind of oversees some of these affiliates to see if they're... No. I... No. I, I used to think free markets. no. And I used to think free <laughs> markets. However, and I still do believe... And I have the same belief when it comes to um, uh, fitness in general. Okay. Right. Because there's no barrier. There's no barrier to fitness in general. Yeah. Like anyone. Meaning what go, exactly? Uh, the only thing you need is a certification, and now you're an expert in health and fitness. Do you whether need, it be CrossFit, whether do you it be even NASM, need that? Depends on your state. Depends on your state. There we go. But most states you need a certification, right? Which you can get online, right? Yes. So it can it can literally be anything. And now uh, the pandemic really showed us that anyone who just wanted to become a, a trainer of some sort just got a crappy cert and made an Instagram, showed their ass, and now they're trainers. And I share the I same. I got to start doing that. I know. Dude, just get an OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, I got a wedding to pay for. Hey, what Shit up? ain't cheap. You better start twerking. They <laughs> cost I don't know a how lot. to twerk. Yo, my OnlyFans would money. be such a joke. They'd be like, this kid doesn't even like dance Listen, well. There, there's a fetish for everything. <laughs> Yeesh. 
Anyways, <laughs> barrier to entry. Um, yeah, on so, only so fans. I mean, uh, CrossFit fitness. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, I'm on a fitness in general, but now we all share the same job title, and I have a problem with that. I have a huge problem with that. So how this relates to should CrossFit govern, it's like, well, fitness in general should be governed to an extent. And the only thing you would need to do is not do anything different from now, but just make a different path, call, call it professional coaching, to be a professional coach. The same way how they're social workers and psychologists, they both do therapy, but do you want your therapy from a social worker or a PhD psychologist? Well, now you just mm -hmm. pissed off every social worker listening to this. Well, it would be insulting for them to think that they're at the same level as a PhD. So I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was like, well, don't get so defensive, Matt. Jeez. <laughs> but you know, if they had a way for a professional path that, Hey, because now that still protects a free market. So if you still want to be, you know, a trainer of some sort, a health coach of some sort, you can do that with your weekend, sir, and, uh, continue butchering our industry. But now we have a professional path that now if you want real help, real professional help, then you can pursue this path that now has a bigger barrier to entry. So let me ask you this before you finish. Mm -hmm. Someone's looking to change their life. Mm -hmm. They start out at a studio with somebody who got some bullshit cert, mm -hmm. whatever. They do it for a couple of months. They see some progress, but then they're like, man, there's gotta be something better than this. Mm -hmm. Then they seek out another place that's a little bit more higher level. Okay. And do that for a little bit. Then they're like, there has to be another level to this. Okay. And then they find somebody who's actually kind of at that level that you're talking about getting to. Mm -hmm. So do those people find their way there anyways? No. Why? Can I just say I because, love this conversation? Because sometimes, and I'm literally, so just so you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate oh, yeah. just to yeah. get him going. So um, I could see the, the wheels turning. Because a lot of times they don't even get to that point. They fail, they get a bad taste in mouth, they get injured. There's always some sort of speed so bump along the you way. You don't think that getting injured would actually make them seek out somebody who's smarter? It's 50-50. So, sometimes. Because some people don't know any better. Well, look at it from like a CrossFit gym, right? Someone has a bad CrossFit experience. They usually, they go, well, that's CrossFit. I'm not joining CrossFit ever again because CrossFit got me injured because they yeah. think we're all the same. Yeah. Because there's no sort of oversight no one there's not any public crossfit does a very poor job of actually making it a point that crossfit gyms are different so mm -hmm. do you think that it should be set up more like mcdonald's and hamburger you no i i don't like franchises because uh if well take the franchise out of it so ham are you you know what hamburger you is uh no that's like the the process that you have to go through in order to like have the franchise Got right it. so it helps to keep all the systems and the consistency together. But now. But now you have to keep it that way, right? Okay. So exactly. Yeah. So now you have this system in place to help facilitate that. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to a shitty McDonald's? Nope. They're all the same. You've you've never been to a shitty McDonald's? Oh, well, I meant in terms of like the the burgers are all the same. But in the food terms of like, the same. you know, the cleanliness. Yeah. It, it, it can right. be different. Right. So you still have these systems in place, but there's still bad ones that exist versus other ones. Yeah. So does the system really solve anything? It can. Are you still going to avoid the shitty McDonald's? It's still better than a free-for-all. You think? Yeah. So I'm not saying that CrossFit should uh, fully govern or fitness should fully govern. There should just be a different path to make it better because it's never going to be perfect. The goal is just to make it better so we all benefit from better. So right? you think it's it's less about the CrossFit than it is more about just like being a health fitness coach well, in general? 
I think I, they I'm could both with be like, solved by this by the same answer. Okay. Okay. But yeah. you think CrossFit is in a position to they can spearhead that sooner than anybody else? I mean, yeah, right? Yes. Has you know, to be. I, I think CrossFit can do stuff, you know, like I think even giving out more more uh, resources, which I think they are working on now is for some sort of consistencies to have more resources for affiliates to use almost like a playbook, but it's an optional playbook because it's not a franchise. We're all licensed. So the difference between the franchises and uh, license models. Mm -hmm. So uh, with CrossFit affiliation, we just pay a fee to use the CrossFit name, but we run our gyms however we want. That's why each gym you go to is a little bit different, you know, and how we deliver CrossFit is vastly different than 99% of CrossFit gyms that exist. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's sad that like there's a large percentage of affiliates that are that I wouldn't even recommend because they're they're very poor mm -hmm. in quality and experience, which like I said before, usually when someone has a bad CrossFit experience in one place, they're less likely to just say, I'm gonna go to a better place because they associate us as all the same, which is why a lot of CrossFit gyms in general do not um, brand as CrossFit. They'll brand as, you know, Northeast mm. Health and Performance, but still affiliate as CrossFit to keep the search engine optimization and the ability to use the methodology and say that they use the methodology. So, mm. so yeah, um, I think CrossFit should probably perf have so some So are you gonna run for office? I should, right? Right, and start getting that on the menu? So much shit I would change. Let's not even get into that one. <laughs> I was gonna say, and the whole episode, because I already know Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna we're gonna go down the yeah, black I, hole with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Legalize it. <laughs> All the drugs. Free markets. Except um, for some things. But yeah, we we uh we gotta get back into these uh the COVID restrictions oh, are starting yeah. to loosen up a little bit. <laughs> and uh life is starting to get to somewhat normal. I mean it obviously it's different from state to state, but nonetheless, uh I was at work last night and I saw a gang of people outside last night and it's now you use the word gang. <laughs> Canceled. Uh, yeah, I can't say that. I'm sorry. I uh, saw so a, a a ton of people out last a night. A gaggle of people? Uh, a gaggle, yes. A gaggle of people out last night. And it, it seemed like things are kind of getting back to normal. I mean, obviously, there's still some restrictions. Places are still clo closing at specific times. Are um, they? Yeah. And there's still like six people minimum to like a ta uh, six people max to a table. Dude, we are two more accusers away from getting everything opened. <laughs> two more what? <laughs> two, two more, more accusers. accusers. Accusers? Yes. Against uh, Cuomo. Against Cuomo. Oh. Someone's going to come out of the woodworks and be like, he touched me. But. Oh, don't even uh, get me started. <laughs> yeah, but I, I honestly Creep. feel like. I honestly feel. Bro, come on. As if. You fucking knew what you were doing. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he tried Just to get on him. it. You're a little creepy. That's okay. You're get the creepy him cancel uncle. culture. He and deserves he, it. And he tried to play dumb. <laughs> yeah. Which is a deception tactic. Mm-hmm. Hey. Because, he, you know, like, like Cam was saying, it's, you know, uh, you can't you can't expect to do things like that and don't get any kind of repercussions whatsoever from it. It makes no sense. You know, if you, you know, asking a woman about if you have a boyfriend and if you you're in a lower back tattoo, let yeah. me see it. If let you're me in smell a professional your hair. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you're in a professional space, you can't do those kind of things. Yeah. You know, and um Oh my God, could you imagine like if we did that to like one of our female staff members, Forget oh my it. God. Forget it. I'd fire myself. <laughs> I'm like, no. And then the fact that he claims innocence, it's like, well, that just those statements in itself are, are is wrong. It's Didn't like, he claim like he was just joking? Stop. <laughs> or something. I hate I, don't know. I didn't know that the protein was tainted. 
I didn't know that there were steroids in it. Hey, I, I ate the wrong meat and had uh, they were feeding it clenbuterol, and that's oh, yeah. how in I popped. Mexico, right? Oh, yeah, was <laughs> that Canelo. Yeah, Canelo. He's like, yeah, I thought that was I, hysterical. I eat horse I ate, meat now. I don't yep. eat cows no more. Nope, really, can't bro? do that. It's like let's just let's just be let's call fair fair. If you are in a professional setting, you use professional language. All right, especially oh. if there's. I was like, man, I, I drop f bombs. Well, not even oh. that. I'm <laughs> that just talking about. One could argue that that is our professional setting. Yes, but us. not even <laughs> we curse like sailors. I think yeah, I've said but not the even like, like the you know, not thirty like times on this like a little biscuit song. I'm not talking about cuss words. I'm just talking about like there's a language that you have to use when it, in regards if there's a female in the room, um, you know, if there's an elderly person in the room or older person in the room, you just kind of you have to read the room and the energy that's in the room. I'm obviously not going to make any kind of sexual jokes or anything like that if I'm in a room with females or I'm not going to ask a female if they have a boyfriend or like let me see your tats get out of here i'm not yeah. doing no well, yeah there's definitely i mean i definitely make super inappropriate jokes constantly i don't give but a shit who's to, around you me you have to read I just the think room it's funny you have to read the room if you read the <laughs> but room I, he always he always does it as i mean no disrespect but you know However, one of those like <laughs> i don't know it's offensive i don't but. even say that yeah. <laughs> uh, you can't say whatever you want and preface it with with all due respect yeah you can't, i mean i'm i'm just saying you there's certain things you cannot do and you have to understand it, especially if you're in a, uh, a specific space. If you hold a certain title, just, you just can't do that. Yeah, you can't do sexual harassment things ever. Ever. <laughs> it's funny because I, uh, you know, I view things differently Well, you now. can, you just can't be the governor of New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, yes. I'm kidding. Well played though, I'm serious. But I, I, I actually thought about this the other day and um, it, you know what's funny? It didn't even dawn on me that this these these type of things occur, right? So I was having a conversation with somebody, and basically this woman was telling me like she sometimes she feels uncomfortable, like if she wears like workout clothes, mm -hmm. which is just like like leggings and like maybe like a sports bra or like a, a, a crop top or something like that, and she has to walk like from her gym to like her car or a store or something, and that she gets heckled, right? And we always teach females right to be like oh um you know you have to be tough like if you if there's a group of guys and they're saying things just you know duck your head down and just keep walking don't address them don't say anything mm -hmm. and it just now dawned on me now that i have a niece right and you know she's still a baby she's like 16 months 17 months old um we don't teach men to act appropriate in situations like that yeah it's always the woman's fault. it's always the, yeah they want to make it seem like it's like oh well you wore this no like this woman is just explaining that isn't she's wearing workout clothes which is appropriate for the setting isn't that like one of the biggest like arguments that people make when like someone's raped it'll be like well she asked for it basically yeah. and that's some the like, craziest shit the right craziest like they'll shit be like she drank too much she lost control. She wore this and invited them. She was acting scandalous. And that's it's like, such bullshit because... Or that guy was just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, like, you have to think F about 37 this. 37 F-words. <laughs> you have to think about it like this. If, if we have the, the wherewithal to tell a woman that you shouldn't wear this, you shouldn't do this, then you should do the same thing in regards to men. You should treat women not as sexual objects, but treat them as human beings. And so you don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. And you have to understand that, yeah, maybe if this person has a, a voluptuous figure, whatever have you, you need to have voluptuous. I haven't heard that word. Yeah, hey, I'm just saying, like you know, it. just if you, if so you see somebody, hey, I, I, that's me. <laughs> but if you see it, you have to understand that, hey, OK, it's OK to acknowledge that. But you don't have to say anything and you shouldn't say anything to make this woman feel uncomfortable. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. like women There's nothing have, wrong with just being like, hey, you are really pretty. Yeah. That's it. There's a I'm proper, walking away. There's a proper way to Instead do it. Instead of like, yo, baby, I'd like to. Yeah. Like, do like. <laughs> And it, it, you know, it dawned Something on me weird. that you know, there's young women who do who feel uncomfortable like going in certain settings or or being in places, and and they're taught to like dumb down their feelings. And it, I don't feel like it's right. Um, we should be teaching young men to be young men, mm-hmm. young gentlemen, instead of having them, you know, little shits. Yeah, instead of te- you know telling women that oh, you know you shouldn't say anything, you shouldn't do anything. No, because it's it's not right. And it, it like it just kind of dawned on me that you know now that I have a niece as a I wouldn't want my niece to feel uncomfortable going somewhere or wearing yeah. because, you know, if she's going to track practice or something like that and she's wearing, you know, compression pants or compression shorts, I have to worry about. How somebody. dare she? Yeah, exactly. And I have to worry about somebody saying something to me. I mean, to be fair, um, I'm not into guys wearing compression pants. I will say some shit. I wear compression. <laughs> you wear compression pants. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait a second. I'm about to say, dude. Yeah, <laughs> we wrestled. My man's wearing. Are you wearing compression pants? I don't go outside. I would. <laughs> I don't around give a with shit. Steak and veggies for the world to see, bro. Yeah. Um, Bring potatoes. Never mind. Pescatarian. Yeah, we just, we just, we just spun off the rails a little bit. But um, back to the COVID restrictions. Back to the COVID restrictions. <clears throat> um, do you guys feel that it will start to loosen up in gyms? I hope so. Mm. You know, it's it's just not our call, which is really frustrating. You know, we've gotten a few questions in the past few weeks about, hey, do I still have to wear my mask? Um, if I have the vaccine and for all of our listeners, we're in New York. That's not my decision. And and trust me, I'm, I'm not a fan of the rule. I've never been a fan of the rule. Um, and, uh, I, I just have to play by the rules because our, our gym in particular is under more of a microscope than most other gyms. Cause I know a lot of gyms in our area don't wear them. They don't enforce them. Their clients are all over social media, not wearing them. It's like, dude, if we did that, we've already gotten, Oh, you definitely get an anonymous complaint, quote unquote. Yeah, we've gotten several already, which is strange because we're one of the only places that actually enforces it. So it's, you know, even more frustrating that we actually enforce it. And, you know, we got some rats who are, (laughs) uh, you know, calling the health department on us. But, you know, it's. I don't like paying taxes, but I still pay them. Yeah. 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 So it's it's madness. Haters going to hate. Ainer's gonna ain't. I don't like working out with the mask either. I was choking on it the other night. That stupid thruster pull-up workout that you gave oh, the class. Oh man, bro, how beautiful was that? Dying. I'm talking full-on death mode. I, like I, I was breaking up thrusters. I, didn't, I, didn't I was going part. outside so that I could take my mask off to like breathe. Heart rate never came down. It was just pure just yeah, bloodbath. It's um. And yeah, my mask is like down my throat. I'm like. <sighs> But everybody else has to wear it, so I'm going to wear it. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. I'm just very big on respecting other people's space. Of course, you know, know, like, just, you know, and and if you want to wear it forever, listen, man. By all means. You can wear it forever. You can wear it in your car. You can wear it when you go to bed. No one says you have to take it off. What about in the shower? You can wear that in the shower. You know, it's just as useful as it is when it's in the gym and it's wet. Land the freedom with a brave, baby. (laughs) Do whatever you want, America, you can do whatever it is that you want, you know? That's a weird flag fly. Yeah, yeah, so you know, I, I I hope by May or June. I mean, the, well, the, we have the some, sooner the better. We have some positive things coming out where they are rolling out way more vaccines than yes. anticipated. So it's ahead of schedule. Biden came out said May first that yes. every adult was going to be eligible. So there's some like really promising things to kind of speed things up on that sense. Then we have warmer weather coming, so we can actually open doors and go outside. I you know, cannot like, wait. 
I can't believe it's like been th- a year. things are going to look different. Yeah. In two months. Yes. I mean, drastically. Whether that's one thousand just outside, like we were over the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big thing you know, with I'm, being in New York and like where it's colder weather. Like, we can't have the garage door open because then it's thirty degrees in the gym. Yes. And I can't, you know, like the heat doesn't do anything. And I don't do yeah. well in the cold. I, I think, um, you know, I think that New Yorkers in general are going to have a lot of like PTSD about it. You know, Dude, New I Yorkers in work. general are a lot more reactive to normalcy than most other places. I was just in Florida, which, you know, things are open and like pretty normal. I, I would say like they're really reasonable. It's not like mayhem crazy. Like it was really reasonable. You know, people wear their masks when they're, uh, indoors and close in six feet but it's not like you're getting judged not like you didn't you're getting come across any hookworms did you you know i didn't get any hookworms <laughs> i think um so we'll see in a few months if you start being all hazy <laughs> slow hey buddy it might not be from the hookworm slack jaw. <laughs> <laughs> but you bring uh, something back <laughs> i did <laughs> nice um, coffee mug Actually, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I sort of got actually did bring back a coffee mug from the uh, another Broken Yolk Cafe because it was such a nice coffee mug. So I had to go back and buy it before I left. That, that's <laughs> oh, a true wow. story. I actually collect coffee. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Get real off. But um, even <clears throat> when I was there, you know, and I'm probably like a little bit more laid back about the mask than most other people, mm-hmm. especially from uh, New York. But even I had a reaction to people like not wearing it, like yeah, because- being outside. I'm like, Fuck. It's not the normal that you're used to seeing. Yeah, you know, it took me th- about two or three days to like. Oh, man. It was weird, and I'm someone who pre lay back about it. Like, well, I I remember yeah. talking to a member, maybe like a month ago, and he was telling me that he was outside talking to his neighbor across the street, no mask, but across the street, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the neighbor kids, you know, like a couple houses down, yells at him. Why aren't you wearing a mask? And it's oh, like, man. that is now like the condition. The kids think that you are supposed to have a mask on at all times. So it's like, it'll be interesting to see in like a few years when some of these younger kids are a little bit older. Like, I don't know. Is this, is this like this is standard be, where yeah, they're like, yo, if you're not wearing norm. a mask, like. That's what I, I don't think. Know. I, I just from my standpoint, from being a first responder, this has had way more psychological effect than it has had on. I was just gonna say, I think we can get deep in the rabbit hole about how the uh, psychological damage, especially for kids, is. Uh, maybe we should have a psychologist on here and talk about that. Yeah, mm, maybe I know, we should. I know Actually, a few. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Yes, I think I think we should definitely do that because uh, we've talked about it a few times about the, the impact on kids and like their yeah, just everything their their mental well being. That's fucking huge. We don't yeah, even know you, the repercussions. These are the it. developmental stages for these kids, right? And if you need, you know, the the face, right? If you take away someone's mouth, right, you can't see certain grimaces. Mm-hmm. You can't notice emotional reactions to certain statements, or, or you know, them playing into an environment where they walk into somewhere. And you can, I need to see the face to yeah. kind of understand what's happening, so I can read the room, I can read the situation. And these young kids who haven't lived much life, you know, you got kids six, seven, eight years old. You know, they're, they're in that early developmental stage and they need to see these It's things. even younger than that. Yeah, it's well, even younger than my, that. Some my, of the younger my daughter is. takes off my mask when yeah. I have it on. So if I'm, you know, out So she's an anti-masker? Them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. She's she pro-freedom. It's, um, but it, it, it's it's interesting because like she's, what, how, how old is Mia? Uh, 16 months. 16 months. So she's yeah. around the same age as my niece. My niece is the same way. Yeah. Like she, she wants to see daddy's face. So yeah, when she I'm carrying her, she just takes it right off. Yeah. And... It, this is going to have an effect, a long-lasting effect, whether people realize it or not, and this is something we're going to have to address 
like five or six years from now. Yeah. Well, I even have, so I have a group of middle schoolers that I train on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. It's middle school football team. And they're so separated from each other because of like the way that their school is. So they're in these like pods. So they only see a few kids throughout the week. So when they come into the gym and they're wearing masks and all that stuff, but like they are thrilled to just see other kids that yeah, they don't get to social interaction. You know, socialize with. That I actually have to like, I have to rein them in. And I feel bad because I know where it's coming from because mm -hmm. they have all this pent up energy that they're not able to get out in school. And then they come in here and they're like, Fuck, there's 10 other kids. You know, these are my friends. You know, yeah. like I haven't seen you in four days since the last time we were here. You know, and they're just kids need that, man. Yeah. It's humans it's needed. It is a we are social creatures. Oh. And if you don't have if you if you remove that aspect from a growing adult, catastrophic yeah. results. I mean, there's a reason that when you're in prison and you go into solitary confinement, like that is like one of the most severe things is like being isolated. It's fucking torture. Yeah. You know, and like because human beings are not meant yeah. to be I mean, isolated. It's, it, it's making perfectly healthy and normal people not healthy or normal anymore. Yeah, yeah. break down. I remember when it when the first when it first started kicking off and like you didn't know if you could shake a hand or or like you know do I oh yeah there's a whole new set of rules yeah man it was and that was weird for me because I'm like a you know I'm like Vince Vaughn man bring it in for the real thing I'm, yeah I'm bring like it in for the real guys. thing brother and it's you couldn't do that yeah it was it, people were like oh, you know, well now you like ask permission knuckles. right yeah I'm like hey are you you are you okay well, with, I have your consent to shake your it, hand exactly and if you have to ask that that should it's almost like the nonverbal head nod it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, we good? some people doing elbows, and I'm you're like, like, I don't know, <laughs> shaking your you head. Know, no, I, I, I mean, I have no problem, but some people do, so I have to make sure that they're comfortable with me doing whatever, and I don't want to offend anyone because mm -hmm. I'm very big on that. I'm just, I want people to feel comfortable around me. I don't want them to feel any type of way, so you know, I'll ask. But that was never a thing, and now that is a thing. It is a thing that you have to ask if I can shake your hand, hug, or whatever the case may be. And I mean, I'm an adult. I'm fine with either or, but I think a young kid is not going to be okay with that. And I will say run. the one nice thing. So fiance, big Italian family. My family, we don't hug and do the kiss on the cheek. Yeah. That's like a total New York and Italian thing. <laughs> so I'm so out of my element when we go to like family things. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, what do you do? I'm like, ass out. Like, like is that? it weird? I'm just like used to like handshake. Yeah. And then just Gosh, a, a so regular white. hug. <laughs> So now with all the COVID stuff, when we see like family, I don't even have to shake. I'm just like, hey, good to see you. I'm like, see you. Oh, you're in your comfort zone. I'm like, I didn't fuck anything up today. Because <laughs> it'll be like, you know, he didn't, he didn't give Aunt Maria a hug and a kiss. I'm like, I, I don't know these things. Yeah. Yeah. It's like on the lips. I wasn't raised like, this way. Yeah. You're trying to like battle 30 years of like doing something one way. Like it's going to yeah, take some time. man. So I've jokingly been like, God, it's so nice. I don't have to even worry I'm about that. I'm just sitting in the corner with my hands in my pocket and just uh -huh. do a head nod. I just walk it. in. I'm like, oh, good to see everybody. Nice. <laughs> How about this weather? Yep. Very nice. I mean, that's kind of dope, though. <laughs> <laughs> now you don't have to think about it. Nope. It's just, I'm you're just going to autopilot. I'm that's at it. ease. All right. I I'm not a big hugger. Manny knows this. No, I'm you're not, not a big hugger. You're not. He's very uncomfortable. Only if you're in the circle. I gave Cameron a hug today, circle actually. Circle trust. I gave Jay a hug, a little, little yeah, a little dab, bro a little, hug. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hey, good what's with up, that. brother? I ain't seen you. Jay's in the circle. That's it. I'm in the circle. Like a stranger. Mm. I want to talk about Cross It Open 2021. What do you think? Silliness. The second workout is going to be, and how do you feel about the first workout? Silly. Yeah, silly. <laughs> I mean, it w listen. 
Was it hard? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was whatever. Different. Any it was fucking different. workout is going to be hard. Yeah. That's 39. Um, <laughs> you curse more than me. I curse a lot. I've been trying to dumb it down, or no. not dumb it down, and no. trying to cut it down because my wife yells at me because I curse mm-hmm. around the kids. Yeah, no mm-hmm. cussing in front of the kids. Yeah. I'm okay. Um, I mean, the workout's hard. You give me a 15-minute AMRAP at air squats, it's going to be hard, hard right? Yeah. Like, it's all relative to how hard you're going to push. I thought the wall walks were just silly. That's the best way that I can describe it. I saw some epic fails. Bro. I would have rather a few had scorpions. seen <laughs> the prescribed version been like handstand walk and double unders than the scaled version wall walks and double unders and the uber scaled version or whatever they have now is like, what? you know, the bear crawl or whatever their wall yeah. walk standard was and then jump rope. They could have did hand release push ups and dubs, bro. Yeah, I would have been more That's okay safer. with that. The standard was weird, and it was like they're always weird, you know. But it was like, that. why do you guys keep doing stuff that is just like so open to interpretation? Because yeah. you watch a lot of videos of these top guys and girls doing it. And it's like, you know, they're using these mats so that they can hit the ground harder when they come down. So yeah, they're they're yeah, not doing the eccentric portion. Listen, I don't fuck, I don't care, you know. <laughs> That's forty, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but I hope that. It doesn't stay that way because it was at least I was under the impression that the CrossFit Open was going to be the CrossFit Open, but they were going to have an at-home variation that was accessible to people who didn't have access to the gym. Yeah. So I want it to stay CrossFit. I want it to be something yeah, on the pull-up bar. I want to use the rower. That was my only gripe with it. But this. then you see the wall walks and the jump rope, and I'm like, this is an at-home workout. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, whatever. I but agree. like it doesn't it doesn't do anything for like the gym setting. People yeah. want to, and people want to do gymnastic stuff. Every, I mean, every, every all walks are gymnastics. They want to do high level <laughs> highlight reel stuff that they can post on Instagram. Nobody's posting. Hey, check out these wall walks that yeah. I did the other day. It's not no, sexy. They want to be like, I did my first ring muscle. It was up. definitely not good for the sport. Yeah, no. So I'll, I'll be curious to see what workout two is. I hope it's some traditional CrossFit. Yeah, give me thrusters. Like, no, no ah, <laughs> thrusters, like, pull up something. I, I, it just. All I know is I'm, one game win streak on Manny. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You got you got me by a few reps. Right, three reps. What you got? You get to the round of twenty one. Yeah. What I get? Four, three, four, four. And what'd you get? Uh, I got one in it. Uh, I know. I know me. that it's a little fire underneath Manny's ass now. He's like, I gotta get him on the. Second well, dude, one. I was getting smoked by like half the gym. <laughs> it was it, it, it was, was unique because I was watching like different game plans and it's like. Yeah, so it was more of a strategy so thing. I'll, I think I'll, I'll play devil's advocate on myself that at least the workout was accessible because I know that is something that people love saying that they did at RX. Yeah, that's a huge thing. Yeah. So ninety nine percent of people were able to do it RX or you know pretty close. So that was cool. In terms of like testing like your general fitness, mm-hmm. I don't think that it did. Yeah, you know, I just I mean a wall walk is not so- exactly like. I was so disappointed because this is the first year that they had all of these different divisions, but yet they chose a workout that was the most accessible. Man, it was so disappointing. It's like, really? Like you have a body weight workout category. Now you have like a foundations category. Now you have a no, like why did, why did you go this route? I I just didn't understand it. Yeah. That's why I'm super curious to see. Do you think that this will be the trend? No, I don't or think was so. the one. I'll tell you. I think so, that was the so, one, the one freebie. So I, I don't know. So look at this, right? The top ten percent make it really to the real open. 
Yes. Is really yes. what I'm going to call it. So 10% of the, how many people, oh, I just checked the other, I just checked yesterday to see how many people. 400,000, 300,000? No. Uh, the top 10% of people. No, I meant total. Of, of each, total, yeah. yeah. So Has it went up or is it stayed the same or is it went down? It's better than last year, but still low. It's, so it's between it's, three and 400. No, okay. it, it's worldwide. I think it's like 200 and something thousand. And that's worse. That's worse. Yeah. La last year was like 236. This year is like 260. You sure about that? I just checked it. Oh, wow. You just checked it right now? Jamie, I, pull I, it up. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, we got to get a Jamie, bro. I know. We need that. Pull it up. We need to get a monitor. Well, whatever. You know, we'll, we'll call it 300,000. Are so you saying 10%? Are you saying. For one sex, there's two hundred thousand total, total. The total participation. I could, I could have is, sworn that there was like almost four hundred thousand total last no, year worldwide. No, it was like two hundred something. Hmm. And I think this year's a little bit better. But let's call it three hundred thousand. Okay, let's call ten, it three hundred. Ten percent of that's going to the next state, so thirty thousand. Put that into each continent. I think for for men in in the the Northeast, it's something like fifteen hundred people make it to the next stage, or you know, or like whatever it is. So that's a lot of people. So yeah. I think if you make them as simple and as easy to do as 21.1 and you did it for three workouts straight, I mean, I think you're right. is it 239,106 people in 20? No, 2019 had 358,000, 2020 had 239,000. Yeah. And then 2021, we have like, we're under 300,000. Wow. It's, okay. It's dropping. Yeah, but, but um, what I was saying was, uh, yeah, so all, all the workouts could be really easy because, you know, your your best guys, like the best of the best, anyone who's anyone who's planning on going to the games, they're gonna be in that top ten percent quite easily, even if they're all body weight Joe Schmo workouts, they're gonna easily be there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it just doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I so mean, they don't need to create separator style workouts like that'll be on the, the second stage and they'll do that exactly oh okay makes sense it, it doesn't make a difference to anyone that needs to be in the next stage it doesn't make a difference it, it, it's boring for us and i don't like it yeah and then but i want to stand out man i mean ain't gonna happen Gotta I'm, get to the second I'm, stage. I'm definitely sour grapes about like average people beating me in average shit but like, yeah. that's the name of the game, you know? So it can't be that much. I think they're going to raise the bar just a little bit on the second one. That's just my opinion. Yeah, well, well, we know that the bar is not going to be raised that high that based high. on the equipment list. So I think it's going to be a lot of reps. It's going to be testing the same shit. He's going to have clues that mean nothing. Um, like, like, what did that that's dead the, animal have to do with the hand? That's the one thing I, the I hate about it. Is All like, I know is that uh, my client, Sean, he yeah. actually... he sent me the whatever the clue was and he goes I'm, I'm betting it's wall walks oh he said that he said how, that how did he and he he screenshotted it and texted me on friday morning and he was like and i was like yo you fucking how did called he guess it, that I sean's smart man i don't know <laughs> shout out to pohar on that one no uh sean felon oh sean felon okay cool. yeah sean pohar not smart <laughs> <laughs> you have a nice mustache though <laughs> he's just, getting lean bro bro he's looking good yeah man He's getting lean. I, I saw another day. I had, to, I had to tell him, like, dude, you're getting jacked. Because summer's right around the corner, so everybody's trying to get it in gear. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully it's something that I was hoping for, like, a heavy barbell, but we ain't, we ain't going to see that. No, no. And that's no, there, there's a 0% chance you're going to see one because they only ask for a standard set of weights. Yeah. So standard, you know, 45, 35, 25, 10, fives, two and a halfs.
Like, I, I don't think wow. we, we might not see anything above a 95, 65 pound barbell. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Savage. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if we'll see handstand push-ups. Oh, you definitely ain't going to see handstand push-ups. So what was interesting is like for the, for the judges course, they didn't do wall walks. They did handstand push-ups. And then you throw wall walks in there. I was like, that was the most detailed standard ever. Like, yeah, well, that's what CrossFit They always does, do that. The, the, the judges course is literally one of the silliest things that I've ever done. Yeah, and then they give you something that's the polar. I mean, it's improved this year, though. Well, improved how? It was easier It wasn't to pass. as time-consuming. <laughs> it was, it was time super consuming. easy. It was easier and it was five pass. questions, and you got to like, well, I missed a question like twice. Oh, I was like, oh, my God, I got to click back through all this stuff. Oh, so annoying. But it was one of those ones where it was like, I don't understand why they phrase it this way. So you had an athlete working out and they were like, count the number of no reps. Why would I ever count that? Yeah. Why wouldn't I just count the number of reps, omit the no reps? Yeah. It was silly to keep track of it. And they're moving. I'm like, yeah. you're, you're asking me to count opposite of what they're actually doing. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah. It was weird. That's weird. Mm. You know, nonetheless, I, I mean, I, I like the stages. I like the percentages. I, I like how you move along. I just wish that they came out with all of this stuff earlier. So like, how does a how does a top end athlete deal with this? You prep open? for the yeah, you prep for the second state. I mean, you're going to do your it, best. It obviously. depends on what kind of athlete. So I'll use Chloe as a as a, as a, as a good example. Dip so, right there. Is she a good athlete? Chloe's pretty good. So mm. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't finish that workout though, did she? A lot of people didn't finish that workout. A lot of high end athletes didn't finish mm. that workout. Yeah, she actually guess she's not that good then. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe, if you're listening, I am talking shit. Oh, she's definitely gonna be yeah, super sour. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude, she fucking blew me out of the she's water. She's gonna take that personally, right? <laughs> We're not even in like the same league. Yeah, bro, like I, I don't even try and keep up with her or Will Stupert. Like Will's score was like fourth in the world. Did you see? Really? Yeah. We got something like that. So, so let me just fill you guys in on what Will did. So Will strolls into the gym, and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, open workout. Warmed up for maybe 10 minutes. Does the workout, bounces. I'm like, where are you going? He's like, I got a hockey game. Yeah. Goes, plays a hockey game, wins whatever championship. Yeah, they won the chip, yeah. And they were like, you were the MVP of the game. Yeah, dude. So He's a stud. So fourth best scorer in the world, then goes plays a high hockey. school hockey, yeah. hockey game. And he's legit wins. I'm like, somebody asked me, they're like, how is he so good? He doesn't even do CrossFit. I'm like, all this kid does is fitness stuff. Yeah. Whether I was it's like, hockey, wait, he does do CrossFit. I'm like, just at home. He's a stud. Yeah, and he works out at home. But I'm like, how fucking baller was that? That he just walked in fourth best score in the world. That's some mic drop shit. It's like, and he doesn't say a word. No, he's like I, the nicest, most humble. And I was actually talking in the world. I was talking to Maggie about it today. Watching him do the workout was, um, it was like watching Froning. It's literally what I was thinking, watching him do it. And I remember I walked over to him because I thought he was moving slow. And I was like, yo, you got to pick it up, man. Like the clock is, is going. I look at the clock. He's like four minutes in. He's already like on the round of like 15. I was like, oh no, you good, man. Just, yeah. just keep doing what you're doing. Do and what he, you do, buddy. He never really like broke pace. He just steadied the whole time. And we talk about Froning. We talk about Fraser. First rep looked like the 30th rep. He wasn't plopping down i mean he was tired he was working his ass off but nothing really changed shades of greatness yeah and he was just cool like calm it. collected composed on the double unders like i like it yeah oh, we'll see, i can't man. believe that he got is it still fourth Four, uh he's top 10 he's I'm, still in the teen division correct yeah he, he's in the upper oh, so teens division it was fourth for the teens fourth for the teens 16 17 what would his score be for overall 
I didn't check worldwide. It has to be up there but still. It would still, yeah, it would st it would still be up there. He had 582 reps, so he was uh, just shy of finishing, like 20-something reps away from finishing. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, and he didn't... I didn't know, even finish the 21 wall walks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I barely got there. Yeah. I mean, for him... But I'm a has-been. I work out 30, 40 minutes a day. Holla. Yo, what's <laughs> up? Holla. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for Will, it's interesting because the Open each year is in the same season as hockey. So his Open performances, even though, even though he does well in them, he doesn't do that well because because it's around his season. He, he's a part time CrossFitter Damn. in the winter. That's what I'm saying. My yeah. man went and go went and played hockey. So, <laughs> like two weeks before the Open, that's fitness, bro. Two weeks before the Open, he was like, pretty much, don't bother programming for me. I have games every day. Yeah, and then he's I been said, playing a lot because yeah. they've been in like going for like whatever their conference championship is. So they play like tournament style. So it's like every other night he's playing hockey. Yeah. And that's a grueling sport, man. The fact that he's putting hockey first, I'm super happy that he's doing that. He's Canadian. It's in his blood. I'm super happy because what happens is you get a kid that's super good. Yes. In CrossFit. And then yes. like, who was that kid? Oh, man. He won the uh, teen games. Alandino? Uh, yes. He was supposed to be a legit football player and literally scrapped it to be a CrossFitter. Why? Don't know. And I way I, more and, money and, and I will say this football. right now: big mistake, buddy. Yep. It's the worst thing you probably could have done. Is, is he even still doing CrossFit? I don't know. This is what I'm saying. I'm gonna go look him up. He now. went all in. He was from around here, right? He was from Jersey. He was Jersey dude, yeah. bro. Then he moved to Tennessee. I, I, that's what I thought. Didn't he, yeah, he was trained with Rich, right? Yeah, but uh, dude, he I, he was going to a uh, a top notch school in Jersey for football. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't Bergen Catholic, it might have been like Don Bosco or something like that. One of those like prolific programs over there. And you scrapped it for CrossFit? Chill, I'm good. Um, CrossFit ain't going to pay I mean, the that, bills, that's bro. That's the same with like anything is like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, one basket so young. Yeah. And I'm, so it's tough. To, to see Stoop doing what he's doing and still he kicking plays, ass in CrossFit. He plays lacrosse too. Oh, yeah. See, and that's, so he and plays lacrosse, hockey, and then CrossFit is really like well, his part-time thing. I was going to say, uh, if we're going to the games again, we might have to talk about his hockey season this year. Or, or, or well, not I'm, ju hit, I'm just his, saying, uh, up until up season. until this point, yeah. he has been. We'll call him. So a he made the game, so he made the games while playing hockey and doing all the things that he's doing. Yeah, yeah. that's greatness. Yeah, that's yeah. some goat shit right there. Yeah, and um, th this year with the way the season is timed, it's better for him. So the open is later into the hockey season instead of in the middle. Well, okay. now, he's, now he's done. Yes. Yeah, so now he's done with hockey. So now he's his real CrossFit season training starts on Monday. So um, so yeah. All right. You know, well. and then, uh, oh, so so with the qualifying steps, you know, the 10% go to the quarterfinals, and then uh, the top 120 athletes in the North American uh, continent go to the regionals, which is four of them. So the top 30 men and women go to one of the four. And then the top five from there go to the games. So for okay. something like top five from each region. From each, yes, from each sanctional region or whatever they're calling it. And how many regions are there world worldwide? Worldwide, wide, wide, continents. Wide, wide. <laughs> I forget. Them, I forget how many that continents movie? that they have. Maybe like five or something. How many, and, con and it's how many continents are there? Oh, dude, I don't. I don't know. I'm <laughs> stupid. Come on, I do. I do fitness, man. <laughs> Not geography. Is Pluto a continent? Yeah, probably. <laughs> a, a gaseous one. <laughs> a gaseous one. <laughs> um. But yeah, for so for someone like Chloe, we're not gonna redo any open workouts because it doesn't matter. Yeah. It literally like I could have had her redo it 
and I'm very confident she would have gotten a much better score. Because she was on the double unders the last round, right? Yeah. yeah, which that's money in the bank. <clears throat> I watched that one. You know, yeah. so oh, I'm sure that was fun. If we shave off 30 more seconds to her pace, she's going to get into 500 some reps, maybe even get close to finishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 30 seconds on double unders. That's, that's money if in the bank. If you're really proficient at them, is at least 50. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it doesn't, uh, the open doesn't matter. So we're not going to redo anything. Her scores don't matter because she's well within 10%. And she's not a teen now, right? No, no, she's, mm. she's, she's with the, she's big, with the girls. big girls. Yeah, she's she's a grown woman. Now. She's a grown woman at 19 years old. But, um, our goal is to make the, you know, one of the regionals, which she'll have to be in the top 120 in the, uh, North American continent. Ooh, sounds tough. I think you, she can do you it. You know, it's really hard to gauge. I think she should kind of make it, not easily, but she should she should make I it comfortably. But you just don't know. Yeah. You know, I you never you never know what workouts yeah. are gonna show up, what yeah. combination. Only could time be will tell. could be stellar for you. It could be like oh, you the good you thing like we train hit all my cruxes. I mean, good but good thing we, we we train in a way where like there's nothing that we can think of that would be like, oh shucks anything but that yeah you know like like there's nothing yeah. it's like all right it could be anything you want to walk with a yoke fuck it we're ready to walk with a yoke yeah you know so it doesn't matter i think she's ready yeah, yeah. all right man well i think uh i think we hit all the points of uh of detail that we wanted to hit today um like we said earlier this is our year anniversary i just wanted to say thank you for you guys uh for bringing me in on this whole process and uh it's been a a, a wonderful ride to say the least um looking to doing way more episodes and and, and keeping the ball rolling yeah, for sure. Listeners, thank you so much. You know, we're over 3,500 uh, downloads and uh, yes. it's really cool, you know, because one of my biggest things is uh, being consistent and finding the time to do this. And I'm really happy that we've made this a priority to do. And this is a lot of fun for us. And uh, we hope that you guys are enjoying the stuff that we're talking about. All right. So uh, I want to thank you guys. If not, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Leave comments, share this podcast. Uh, it helps us reach a bigger platform. And let us know if you hate or love Matt Fraser. Yes, please. And I like Matt Fraser just for the record. And we <laughs> so are he says. out. There's other ones, though, I don't like. <laughs>